goal was enough for the three points. Manchester City are still alive here. Balotelli, Aguero! Good morning, guys, and welcome to Rugby Sport. I'm your host, Joshua, and with me here is my man, Kelvin. Kelvin, how are you doing? I'm fine, thank you, Joshua. Okay, so how are you looking towards the kick of the, of the season? Well, the fixtures, first of all, uh, are not easy. Anyways, first of all, the Arsenal forum. But I was expecting that um, defending champions will actually start first. Yeah, that, that usually happens. But I don't know why today's zone is uh, <laughs> different. Uh, you know, we actually took the community shield from them, so maybe we're now the defending champions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's by the way. So, um, that's not for um, wow, that was gonna be a very but my main issue is actually Liverpool leads United. I want to see what Leeds United has to offer this time. Okay, so I'll, I'll go on air and say that first of all, I really believe that Leeds might win that game. I honestly believe that. I mean, I actually believe, even if Liverpool is to win the game, they'll actually sweat over it. Because I can, if I take a, like a peek back at our games, our game against Leeds last since this um, beginning of the year, January, yeah. the FA Cup, FA Cup like, yeah. they really, they really messed us up in the first half, and was, we we're just lucky not to have been losing by four goals by the time we they, have, they didn't have, they didn't have that perfect striker now. Yeah, and uh, do you think yeah. I've gotten that in? Assuming, don't worry, they'll soon sign like Azir, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't fund him. <laughs> okay, so we'll be looking at the expectations of the 2020-2021 season, like what we expect it to look like at the ending. And um, looking at that aspect, uh, let's talk about the, the, promotion, the newly promoted teams, Leeds, okay. Fulham and West Brom. Out of this okay. three now, because I know that most people expect one of them to go back to relegation. Who do you think would, that, that would be out of this three? Man, I can't actually pick who because they are all top guns currently. But I'm seeing um, West Ham having an issue, actually. West Ham? Yeah, West Ham will have an issue. Well, I didn't see that coming. You know, you know last season, you know last season, they are totally escaped. Yeah. yeah As they, they used as mean they use the idea of this coronavirus stuff, like to end the league at that point and give Liverpool the trophy that I've got for relegation. Yeah, we know that. So, like, and this time I've not even heard them signing any player at all. You know, that, that's 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 another thing. Like, I'm, most of the fans are complaining about the lack of additions to the squad. I think the the most notable impact that has been made during this summer is the permanent signing of Suchek. and. If you look at that and look at the score, okay, they have Philippe Anderson and Yemlenko is back from injury. Yeah. So he was picking up form towards the end of the season. But do you feel like they have the depth to survive? Because right now, you, know, you, just, you just call them among those that might go for education. Yeah, yeah, yeah because currently do now, like, not, players, do you think that will happen? My dear, is this the same players and still the same coach? They luckily escaped last season. One of the people that I'm seeing actually having a very big issue is Aston Villa. Oh, yeah, I scanned you on that. I see Aston Villa too equally. The rest I'm sure because this uh, newly promoted team, I don't think any of them wants to go to relegation. And they have this force. I watched, uh, I followed West Brom match during the championship. 
and their force wasn't easy. Ah, that their new uh, coach, he came, this this coach actually came in after they went for relegation the last time, and he has been building the team so very well. I actually have done a very very good job. So on Fulham side, actually after Arsenal's game today, let me see how they actually do. Um, they'll treat Ateta's new ideas. Yes, and okay. his new squad. Team. Let's say three three games forward now. Let's just four three games forward. If we want to lose their next three games, will you take them as one of those going for relegation, or you still sure. stand your ground? Sure, sure, I'll take them as one of them. If they can beat the top guns, those in Premier League, I don't see them actually staying any longer. Okay, so but I want to discriminate. I want to discriminate the fact because even now we started very well their first six games. Okay. And yeah, they still went for it. Yeah, that's true. It's not how well you start, it's how well you finish. Yeah, it's how well you finish, my brother. Okay. So looking at Leeds now, if you could pick a position for Leeds on the table towards the end of the season, what do you see that would be? And I'll give them ninth or tenth. Ahead of Sheffield. I that I said give them ninth on tenth. I don't know about Sheffield because now everybody is signing as Sheffield's problem actually was Sheffield's problem. Okay, Sheffield's main important goal was the idea of Dean Anderson. Yeah. You understand? Tin Anderson yeah. actually saved them. So now I've seen them playing without their favorite goalkeeper. They even had lots of saves. I wonder that would, that would be a very, very big issue. I watched their game against United when um, exactly. Henderson was on bench. And it was totally nonsense. I was so surprised with that. Isn't that Sheffield United that United played 3-3 with? Well, well you know, um, they, they, signed, they made a sign-in from Bournemouth. They, I think the Bournemouth goalkeeper. So replace mm. replace him. Let's Don't see, let's see how let's see how it goes. But there's no one like Dean Anderson currently. <laughs> yeah, sure there is. Okay, so moving on to the most important aspect, the top six. Okay, I spoke with a fan recently and he said something about us seeing a top eight. Because we, we all know that before it was a top four. And okay. gradually it became a top six. So someone I spoke with said that. We might get to start now see a top eight. Do you think that's possible? Like the points difference between the first and the eighth position will not be so much. See, everything just depends on um, coach. If you look last season, it was all about, uh, first of all, it was all about Liverpool, Man City. And from um, fourth to from fourth to 11th, we are just six or seven points difference. That's <laughs> when, the league, when the league ended. Yeah, that's true. So, but before the league, uh, before we got to the end of the league, we found that from the fourth to the eleventh, now was like you're having like fourteen or thirteen points different. It was so big. Yeah. Um, only God knows because we still have Ancelotti. Everybody's <laughs> counting Everton out, but me, I haven't counted the Everton out. We still have the Almighty Mourinho that always want to go for um, uh, Europe competition. So I think there are lots of things to actually expect. But I don't count Sheffield United at all. I don't count them out. I don't count them inside. Okay, okay. So there's a quote I heard yesterday um, while watching Sky Sports. And it said, those who, who those who predict do not know. And those who know do not predict. I, I know I listened to that for a long time. And it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Because basically, everybody predicts. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, what they're not trying to tell us is, 
that means no one's no as in, since everybody predicts that means nobody knows and when but, you think of it that way it's actually kind of true yeah no person knows that's why it's a prediction now <laughs> okay. expectations so in you, like for you right now do you feel like there's a favorite to win the premier league Currently, I don't see any favorite because even Liverpool now, their momentum when they started, when they ended last season was so yes. so very poor. I yes, actually think cool. probably because of, I think it's because of fatigue, you understand, and the break, long break that they had. But currently, now they've not added any new player to their team that will make that um different. Yes, and that will make the um the environment different and uncomfortable for others, bringing out a new idea. And so inside the team, so Liverpool this time, I don't actually think they'll actually be among uh, the top top two this time. I don't think they'll be among top two. A quick question, a quick question. If, for okay. example, let's say there should be an injury hit to Sergio Mane, do you think they'll be able to make it to top four? Because we know yeah, how yeah. it was for them last year. Are you forgetting that there's AFCON January? <laughs> it seems you're forgetting that. And Kita Salah man is leaving. No, I I, I try not I try not to think about that because I'm an Arsenal fan because I know it also affects us as much as yeah, Abumian. So that's the more reason you guys need to keep Lacazette too. Uh, but I feel that if they should sell Lacazette, there will be a replacement signed. Till then, till then. But the time the transfer is getting close and close and close, and if you're selling, you have to actually get the replacement first before you sell. That's what's happening now. Okay, so moving on to our next topic, we are discussing about the impact of the signings made by various clubs. Okay, so now we are we won't talk about clubs like Liverpool because we know that the, uh, the signing they made hasn't doesn't ha- actually have any impact on their squad. Impact, and yeah. that, also, that also extends to Man City, who, who signed Nathan Aki and um, uh, I don't see any much change that those two can make. But let's move on to those like Chelsea. Chelsea before now and Chelsea now. Do you, do you see them, uh, like right now, you see them as title contenders or just top four? Um, title contender. You've noticed over the years, the years that um, Chess actually spent money, they won titles the next season. Yes. Oh, right from 2003, I or 2002. Anytime they spend, they always win trophies. So I expect them giving a top gun for the trophy this time. I ever see them being among, they will still be among the first. They could be among the first two. You never could tell. Because, um, but my main issue now inside their team is they bring um, the players all together. Actually, the attackers are new to the Premier League. You understand? Uh, it's not like they have old players that will blend with new ones and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, they also have new players entirely, and it will be very difficult for those in Premier League to actually adapt to most of them. Yes, I'm not looking at the idea of them adapting because they are good. They play Champions League games. All of them play Champions League games. So my main concern is about my main concern is about Premier League adapting to them. Because now people study players, they don't study team entirely. Yeah. They study players to mark out that your most important player first. But now Chelsea doesn't have any most important player. They have police who does crazy things and imaginable things. Uh, now no, they have Zier that does yeah. wow. Shit. Then they, they have this Harvard. Man, it's, 
So only God knows what uh, Lampard has in store for us anyway. Okay, so who do you think is going to be the most influential among all the signings? That is in Chelsea. Yeah, I think the most influential among them will be Thiago Silva. Thiago Silva. Yeah. Because they don't lack. Uh, Chelsea didn't lack attackers. They just lack defense. Yes, and they needed that uh, person to actually uh, motivate that defense, like ginger everybody up in that defense. Hello. Sorry. I said the main person yeah, inside is Thiago Silva. Chelsea don't actually. Chelsea has players that score goals. You understand? Before now, that is last season. But what they actually lacked was that defending spirit, like that player to make that that player to make that ginger. To slap Rudy guy if he fucks up, to do this or do that, you understand? Yeah. So that's what I think that is the most important influence that I think that will happen. That is if Chico Silva step up to be that um defensive mindset dude, you understand? Yeah. Okay. So, so that's what, that's what I let's move on from Chelsea. Like from now, from okay. what you're saying, I, I see that you really have hopes for Chelsea. So I think yeah, I yeah. Think that. Okay, so moving on to one of the clubs that I know I did not expect what I saw them doing in transfer markets, Everton. What do you think, oh, wow. what do you think is the target? Because now we know that they are brought in the Curry, they are brought in Alan, they are brought in Rodriguez. So that's one thing we know about um, Ancelotti and all, in all his teams that he has coached is his midfield is usually one of his strongest points. And he has used the market to recreate that in Everton. So what do you think will be his target right now? Wow. In Napoli, he was among he was first two for a long time in Napoli. Wow. Yes, he was. Yeah, I think I think he'll actually be a strong force in the league, but you always have top guns. The top guns always do something about it. That's just it. If you look, um, let me just say my main expectation is actually this Tottenham Everton match. Let me see what um Tottenham, from Tottenham definition, how Tottenham actually, uh, Mourinho actually does this Everton team. I think I will know what to say from there. But Ancelotti, yeah, don't know what should underestimate Ancelotti. That is what I will always be saying. No one should underestimate him. Who do you feel be most impactful signing? <laughs> I, that James. Okay, right from uh, Madrid. James wasn't all about the uh, the difference in the team. Yes. You understand? So I can't just say currently. But Richardson is still there. Definitely has his good scoring form. So I think he will do something. Um, but you know, um when Rodriguez was in Madrid and when he was in Bayern Munich, he was not always the standout player. He was just one of the good players in the team. That's but the thing. When watching when we watch him in Colombia, he usually stands out when he knows that okay, I'm the best player on the pitch, I have to do something. He usually stands out. So you feel that he will replicate his Colombian form here. That's the difference between when you're with yeah, I think he will do that because no, he's higher than almost all the players. He has played for top ten more than any other player there. So I think he will actually step up his game. And depending on his role given by um Ancelotti anyway, that's another big thing inside. Okay, so moving on to Sheffield, <laughs> I have seen lots of signings, like I have lost count. And Sheffield United. I do not actually know whether these signings will be able to keep them in the Premier League. 
um, where they've gone to to this extent, they've actually tried so very well. They've actually tried so very well. So we just expect anything from them. They could shock us. You never can tell. You looking at them and wolves. Who do you feel will have a better wolves? Season? I pick wolves over every day. <laughs> How wolves actually tackled big guns like was so surprised. No one expected that from Wolves United. That, that, was, that was surprising. That was surprising. Man City, Man City, human are we? God. <laughs> oh, I pick wolves every day over there. Okay. What about, what about us now? Man, this Ateta's new um, new ideas. Funny enough, most persons don't actually yet understand his pattern of play yet. Well, that's, that's the truth. That's, that's, that's no one. Thing. Even me. Even me, sir, I don't even understand. Even most Arsenal fans have asked. They say they don't even I, understand. I, 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 say, I don't know. I actually just, don't know. He actually gives us the results. That's just it. That's just it. <laughs> And towards the end of the season, there are lots of gambling in uh, in the league towards the end of the season. So I can't just say much about it. You but know, one a match that's actually made me just to believe him in total was that that community shield match. Because when I looked at that match and I looked at as in on paper, this, the players he brought into play on paper, they were they were they were going to run riots. As in Liverpool were going to break us down completely, especially when I saw Nani in that squad. Okay. I, I actually felt like okay, this man, I trust you, but you just made it very, very bad lineup. <laughs> <laughs> and right now, all you hear Arsenal fans saying is what don't trust Arsenal, trust Ateta. Swears, just just look at it. <laughs> just look at it. Uh, when when I actually respected him was against Man City. You know, I, that, that game, that game, I, I actually didn't know what to expect because they had just handed us 3-0 in the first meeting. It swears. So that, oh. I didn't know what to expect. Actually, that first meeting, everybody knew that, if not for David Luiz, Arsenal yes, would have had a very big run. That was, that was true. That was true. So, I actually expected that something would happen, something good. And so, I even gave Arsenal a handicap, so two goals ahead then that day. <laughs> yes, so really? odd was too big. Ten odd. They gave Arsenal ten odd against Man City, and they won with ten odd. <laughs> Believe me, for the first one, for the first game after the lockdown, I played Arsenal straight away. Okay. <laughs> it ended with that, that, that left that left a dent in my mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand the feeling. Okay, moving on. We we look at Manchester United. Do you feel that the big is actually going to make any impact in the in the recent run of form that they had towards the end of the season? The issue about me and this band, the big issue is that I've not actually seen his role yet in United. I don't see any person that he'll bench currently in United. Hmm. That's the issue. He won't bench Bruno. He won't bench Bruno. What if they have a change in that yeah, midfield formation? What if they instead decide to play a center midfield, center midfield, attacking midfield. Fielding him and Puba, then Fernandez up front. Do you know that? Do you know that then there was, there was, I actually heard from most United fans that there's a philosophy United and Ole actually brought that philosophy in. And United always, United always have a standing for, no matter what they do, they always have a standing for. 
that defensive meter, they always have one. They always have one. Then it was um, Carrick, I guess. Carrick, yeah. It was Carrick that was a defensive midfielder then on a steady. Even if he actually stayed all throughout um, this guy's career. Uh, not Mario, I'm talking about uh, Sir Alex Ferguson. He only stands okay. throughout his, almost throughout his um, career there. So I think he's this guy. And towards in all his game, most the ones I've almost all I've seen, he always either has either Matic or Fred or Tony. So using the three of using uh, Bruno Van and Bruno and uh, Pogba, only God knows. Because his defense will actually be terrible because he can't put up on Maguire and Lindelof <laughs> together. Trust me. And do you think Maguire will feature in the game following that his um, issues that he had in Greece? <laughs> he will feature now. They have no other choice currently now than to feature him. They have no other choice. Okay, so from hearing what you're saying, I, I think that's your least expectant signing. You don't expect want the big to make any change to my yeah yeah the only thing I expect from him is the super sub that's all yes okay um what about Newcastle they have brought in wow. uh, Freezer we'll see wow wait Newcastle signed Freezer yes they signed Freezer wow from Bonnemouth yeah so right now they have Freezer and and St. Maximan the rising yeah. green what what would have been so beautiful was assuming those new investors actually bought Newcastle. <laughs> no, that, that would have been too bad. <laughs> it would have not actually their sign of players. At least they improve, improve their squad depth. That's true. That's true. And now they will actually be making winning bonus. No, what I what I like what I like is that they are taking advantage of the relegation of other clubs. And they have brought in players now that are yeah. here to stay. Because the, I think the least deal was a four-year deal. They handed mm-hmm. Fraser a five-year deal, handed Wilson a five-year deal. So looking at that now, they have gotten they have gotten those guys tied down for the next four years, years first. Four years first. Yeah. Because most of them are actually Fraser will leave. Fraser will leave. Yeah, sure Fraser will leave. Fraser will leave. He's a young guy now. Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certain of that. Okay. Who do you feel is going to be their most impactful signing? Honestly, I feel I feel it's Callum Wilson, but I like to yeah. Listen, yeah, same here, Callum Wilson. You, you, you think but he'll make any impact in your first Yeah, he will, he will. But they still have uh, Jolinton now, B. Yeah. Like, I watched yeah. him last season and I wasn't impressed. No, I think they'll actually improve. Now, it'll be like a 4 2 formation now, so I think they'll improve. Their first game is going to be today against West Ham by eight o'clock. So I'm sure you'll be watching that game. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. I actually wait for. Um, I can't. I won't watch all the matches. I actually watch Arsenal, then Liverpool, then the others can rest. <laughs> what I only follow is uh, yeah. I only follow their statistics. No, definitely I'll, I'll follow the West Ham game, and that's, that's solely because of the FPL. I, I would like to see what Antonio is doing. Let me know whether I will leave him in my team or not. <laughs> okay, okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, so let's say top four predictions. Now we know that we don't want to predict, but let's 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 give an estimation now. Who do you think will? What do you think will the predictions to be for top four? Let me hear from you first before I actually give my own predictions. <laughs> so what's your own predictions? Okay, so I I actually feel it's be a close game, but Manchester might take first. Okay. Um, I think 
Chelsea okay. hold second spot. Then okay. Liverpool third, Arsenal fourth, Man U fifth, and Everton sixth before Tottenham seventh. Okay. I know I went that... down to seven to top seven right now, but I just <laughs> had to include the top, the top six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, for me now. I'll actually pick Man City first or only one condition. <laughs> it was that. That is Kulibali. What if you don't sign him? That is where the problem comes in. They are they can't actually rely on um Aki and Laporte. You know? yeah. the good part in them, the only good thing I actually enjoy about them that is that Aguero is coming in. Yeah, he's coming back from injury. Yeah. But so I'm sure that he'll break that um, goal scoring run. Understand? So the yeah. idea is that is depending on how many goals they could score. You understand? That will make them to actually win games against their uh, top guns. Depending on how many goals, because coming to defense, uh, our problem with this year. Very big problem. Very big problem. So depending on the goals they could score. That's just duly out. So, if having Kolibali in that team will actually uh, make some dirty, dirty wrong, wrong choices of those Van Dyke dirty wrong choices, then so I think you actually do that. You actually okay, so do that. Let, let's let's That's, take into account that Kolibali is not there now. What what are your top four predictions? Wow. <laughs> for me, I'll, for me currently. Uh, <laughs> Let's say I'll give Man City the first two equally because they have already they already have the top guns experience in the league. Okay. Then I'll give I'll still give Chelsea second. All right. And but now that that third, third and fourth <laughs> now that's where the problem is. So that's why because Liverpool because Liverpool that Liverpool team gosh I can't trust them again this season. <laughs> It's not a team to see. Uh, their pattern of play ultra last season was totally the same. If you notice, matches they lost, they actually blocked Annoyed and Robertson. Yeah, from, from bringing in those crosses. From bringing in those crosses. Those are matches they lost. And now, now most of them have actually gotten experience from those, that stuff. Understand? So we, we don't know what Klopp actually has in plan for us because he's an exceptional coach. So I think he'll do, he'll do his magic. So I'll give them the third. Okay. And who hits fourth? And fourth. Um, go ahead. I just have a call now. I think I'll have to leave this call. Hello? Uh, I just got the call. I have to leave the call. Okay. Thank you. Hello? Yeah. I'm back. I'm back. Okay, the fourth now. Oh, God. I have to give Ateta something out of his uh, good performance. <laughs> I have to give him something because his performance was exceptional last season. Oh, Ateta. <laughs> okay, let's say I'll give Ateta fifth, then fourth. Okay, let me give United mm-hmm. fourth. I'm sure though United won't finish above. They won't finish above Chelsea this week. Okay. So, so if I if I may ask, where, where do you see Tottenham finishing? Tottenham will definitely be 
under now. That is the sixth position. Then before Everton. But okay. ever since I don't I don't underestimate Ancelotti. That's just it. Yeah, that's one, that's one thing that you, you, you should not try doing. I don't I don't underestimate Ancelotti. No, because in another he, life with another club, I would have said Mourinho would have made top four. But I feel what to what to affect um Mourinho is not himself, but he's the club he's using. I, I feel probably he would want to focus more on winning a, a trophy, maybe EFL Cup. EFL and FA Cup, exactly. FL, yes, you understand. So we're now on a normal day, um, finishing top four and not having a trophy is actually a good season. You won't be surprised, actually, Mourinho will go and win Europa League. <laughs> I don't want him to do that. <laughs> okay, okay, good. <laughs> I don't want him to do that. And I know, yeah, I'm being biased right now. As an Arsenal fan, yeah, he can do it. I, I believe he can. If he should meet us, that would be a problem for us because that man has a way of pulling up tactics that is just concast now. But I, I know which for him to do that. Okay, so that's all for now for my predictions. Okay, so well, I'm coming to the end of our episode and... The last thing we have to talk about now is the prediction for today's games. The most important predictions. What do you think is going to happen? Do you see any upsets that no one is seeing? <laughs> well, that's from okay. the Fulham Arsenal game. We know Scott okay. Parker has really tried with Fulham, bringing them up from relegation, winning their um, the playoffs to qualify. But he faces Arsenal. And when you you facing Arsenal now, we know that the, the problem that Fulham had last time when you were here was their defence. Their defence was terrible. Mm. And now yeah. they are coming up against one of the, the most potent attacks in the team, in the league. Do you think that he'll survive? What do you see as the outcome of the game? Okay. Um, the Fulham game. I actually take Fulham game as a draw because early kickoff are always terrible. Okay. You have a, you have a, you have a score line in mind. Uh, let's say one one draw. Because they can because early kickoff don't have much goals again. Okay. <laughs> oh, Crystal Palace Southampton. Mm, Crystal Palace Southampton. Ah, there will be a shocker. You say there will be a shocker. Hello. Welcome back. Yeah. Okay. I say, <laughs> I say Chris Apple has actually have Bash right now in their team. Yes. And and um, Eberichi is there. Yeah, is there. Then Southampton now, currently now, they still have only their Inks. I don't see um, Inks performing the way he did last season again. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. He won't have a replica again. Should I, have, should I take an advice from you and take him out of my FPL team? <laughs> actually, me, I didn't actually think. I actually took um, Wena and uh, Abumayang. Abumayang is the midfielder right now, so you're forward. Just Wena. Okay, forward. I took uh, Wena. Uh, I can't remember the other person I actually took, but I'm sure about Wena. Probably the other okay, person so I picked. I, I really need to see your FPL team because maybe I might take an advice from you and work on things. Think see, uh, look, teams, teams don't. Um, see, well, most of those players in English league, they actually.
Kevin. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Right, let's dig in. Okay. I mean, let's, let's, let's continue from where we stopped. Um, okay. Crystal Palace, Southampton. What do you see, what do you see as a scoreline? Okay. Crystal Palace. I see Crystal Palace winning by 2 1. Okay. Liverpool leads. Oh, Liverpool. I see Liverpool. I still see it. So, okay, let's say a 3 1 scoreline. A 3 1 scoreline. Yeah. You see Salah on the score sheet. Huh? Do you think Salah will score? Well, I don't know about Salah currently. But he always, he always, <laughs> they said for the past um, three seasons, he has always scored on day one. Opening game. Yeah, he always okay. scored on opening game. All right, so 3 1. Yeah. West Ham, Newcastle. West Ham, Newcastle. I'll pick Newcastle over West Ham. Let's say it's too new. Let's say it's too new. Okay. And moving on to tomorrow's games, West Brom, Leicester. Kelvin, you there? Thanks, Kelvin, for your predictions. And with this, I think we'll come to the end of this episode. To those who bet, good luck. <laughs> because nowadays we know that predictions can go completely wrong, uh, you expect. So, yeah, good luck to, go to those guys out there who had a bet or two in the games that are about to start. And the good luck to every team that's about to kick off the season. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, I remain your host, Joshua. See you next time.